This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to the John Con Report wherever you get your podcast. You watch it on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. You can find us there as part of Empire Media, A-M-P-I-R-E. Always much appreciated when you tune in and don't forget you can read my work on ESPN.com and I'll be doing the film review Tuesday morning and then the live stream show 7.30 Eastern Time Tuesday night with the voice of the commanders, Bram Weinstein. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see my pal Nikki Javala here from the Washington Post. Um, so we're going to get into the game. Commanders win 24-16. Never always fully pretty, but it's a yeah. road W after three straight yeah. losses. What do you make of this one? Yeah, this was a big one. They had to win this game. Um, not sure what would have happened had they not, um, but they did. And, and they did it in a way that I thought they really needed to, which was, you know, producing takeaways, showing, you know, the secondary kind of getting back on track, um, the defense playing more up to its potential. Um, so, yeah, like you said, not not the prettiest win, but a win nonetheless. But does it have to always be pretty? I mean, this is like one thing. It's funny because I'm an Ohio State fan. You're upset if they win by less than 30 right so but college point college is different the nfl it's about w's right and so i think like sometimes fans get upset and i don't blame them you want to see a good effort you want to see can this team go on a streak but they needed to i don't care how they came out of here they needed to come out of here with a they, w they needed to win this game i think the ugly part is more of it it shows some persistent sure. issues yes. that could hurt them down the road and, um right i think that's yeah. the big problem here right. I mean, yes right and but the focus should have been simply on and it was simply on just getting the victory and and trying to clean up as many of the mistakes from the recent few weeks that they could and i thought they did um you know the three turnovers i mean three takeaways getting those three interceptions um kendall fuller benjamin st juice jamin davis to seal it I, that was huge for the defense no doubt. And yeah. Jamison Crowder coming up with that, that huge, like that was the main spark for the entire game that got everybody rolling. I feel like he ran out of gas a little bit there. <laughs> then I don't blame him. That's yeah. a long way to a run, way, yeah. yeah. but it did, it did create the spark. And that's, you know, when you're losing this like this and it's funny because you go from one week after the bears where the sky is falling and deservedly. So after a game that that was a bad, 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 yeah, bad game. Now you look and say, Oh, you got the giants coming up. You got new England and two, a couple weeks after that, can you get on a run? But did you see enough where you say like, okay, maybe, or is it just, or you still say, you know what? We still have to see more. Yeah. I mean, I still would like to see more. I mean, I, they got some big plays and and some big plays from many unlikely right. characters. I mean, between Kalik Hudson, who got more playing time with the way they altered their defense, um, you know, Tariq Castro fields, who was elevated yep. him with a big tackle, um, you know, Jamin, who was, you know, kind of got under the skin of Jack Del Rio a little bit last season, it feels like, has really 
he's really stepped up this sure. season. He's sure. really improved. Um, and that was a big play, the biggest of his career, I would say. That was, and what I liked about that, and it's funny because that's a tough assignment covering Bajan Robinson. They split him out wide. Yeah. And one of the things that Jamin has struggled with in the past has been leverage. Leverage against, against, and you saw that actually today, he lost leverage against Pitts on one, but in that time, he made, you know, he knew what was coming. He figured it was going to be a quick, you know, double move, maybe a slant like that. So he played it right. So that was, a, to me, a sign of growth for him to, mm -hmm. and to seal it like that. That was just an athletic play at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was just going to say, like, there's you, there's not many linebackers that are his size that can do that. I mean, that was a short little slant that he was able to turn around on a diamond. That's impressive. That's why they liked him. You know, you could argue, should they have taken him in the first round? That's a different debate, but yeah, that's, that's why they, they like him. And, and to see kind of the, the mental catching up with, you know, his physical capabilities is a promising sign, no doubt. And, you know, the funny thing is like Robinson actually got him a little bit off the line yeah. there and he yeah. compensated he, yeah. because he knew where he's supposed to be. Yeah he compensated because of athleticism. And I think that was a big sign. And so, you know, but I do think, you know, just can they build momentum? What did you see from the defense that maybe besides the takeaways, yeah. was there something else that you saw today from them that you say, Hey, they can build on this. Yeah, no, I thought that I thought the front played more cohesively. I mean, they were using more of their Cinco packages with the five down linemen. I mean, they did, they made some alterations, um, you know, with their, their scheme, their overall game plan. A lot of it was geared to stopping the run. That's what this team does in Atlanta. Um, and to hold them to 72 yards, which I, I think was their second lowest output of the season. And, uh, you know, to basically contain beach on Robinson, that's not, that's no small task. So oh. for them to do that, I thought was really good. And Casey too, Hill, huh? Multi-sack game. Yeah. I mean, that shows a, a front that's playing cohesively, you know, that, that doesn't happen otherwise. And I think this is a good game for a guy like him because they like yeah. those boots. And, he, you know, the one thing, one of the things they like about too, has always been his athleticism. Right. And so you saw some of that on the boots and he forces some yeah. pressure there. And so like, that's, that's a big thing, but it, it is like, to me, what stood out is the depth and you brought up Kalik Hudson, he needed nine snaps. They went to the four, three more. That's the most we're going to see the four, three probably this year, but because the style of offense that they played, right. but as like, you brought up Castro fields on a punt coverage, mm -hmm. but there was Dijon Robin, Dijon Harris yeah. on a punt on Crowder's return with a block Terrell Burgess with a block, all these yeah. guys called up. Then you have Cornelius Lucas filling in in a tough situation for Charles right. Leno. And do you know, you didn't sit there and say, Oh my God, Lucas, he, no, you didn't notice him. That yeah, was a good thing. That's always a good thing for an offensive lineman. You know, you don't want to stand out. It's supposed to be five guys as one. Right. right. And that, that's tough because that was a, that was a late change um, to just some unfortunate personal reasons for Charles Leno. But yeah, I mean, they, and this is a lot of it too, is part due to injury, Derek Forrest going on injured reserve, Jeremy Reeves going on injured reserve. So, I mean, I, I thought, you know, the way Ron said it, you know, when you get an opportunity, you got to step up and these guys, they did, you know, and it does show their depth and we're finally starting to get to see their depth. Quan Martin finally getting some snaps on defense. Um, Danny Johnson, like that's Danny Johnson. Yeah. I mean, this creates more of an uncertain future for Emmanuel Forbes. That's still a question mark. Cause he was benched. Um, I didn't see him out there at all today. Um, but Danny Johnson, I mean, that guy comes in and he makes plays. So he's, he's in case of emergency break glass. Yeah. That's who he is. And you know, he has, I mean, he's going to give up some things because that's right. that. Okay. Every corner does, and he's right. going to give up, but he also had the key fourth down. That key fourth down stop. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I thought they played well with him in there. 
Um, I still think they got to get Emmanuel Forbes going. At well, I was going to ask you, like, what do you, what do you do with there? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, you want your secondary to get going. You don't want to cost the rest of your team for one player, but that's your first round pick. Like you got to get him going somehow. And you worry the longer it drags on, is that going to hit his, hurt his confidence more? That's a tough one. I mean, I was starting to go back and look at, you know, how did other, how they, other teams deal with this? Like right. Darius Slay was benched as a, right. he turned out yeah. to be a pretty good player. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, listen, Diggs in Dallas did not have a great first year. He was, he, he was a very aggressive and all that. So you do go through that. And I think it's that for the, for the coaches, it's that balancing act. Like, Hey, you need a win. You need someone who can do this. You can rely on, you know what this guy's going to do versus this is the kid we drafted who has the talent. We need to get him here. Right. And, and you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the dilemma in their head. So, you know, I, I would think, but it also, listen, when you ask them, it's like, well, he's got to respond. So they're right. clearly not seeing right. more than what we even have been right. privy to. And I, I mean, I got the sense that this was decided pretty, pretty early on because Danny, well, very, Johnson, yeah, it was very early. Yeah. Did Danny Johnson, you know, he's practicing as so. Um, we saw that on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was inevitable. I guess we'll, maybe we'll see if there's, you know, a hint that he might get some time um, going into the New York game, but. Yeah, that's a that's a tough balance. Not an easy call. I mean, especially for a team in this situation where you really need some consistency. You need to stack those wins. Um, and to be in a tough division, you can't you can't afford these lapses. You know. Well, here's the funny thing with this: he, they drafted him to get the takeaways. Yeah. And he doesn't play. They get three of them. And and four years, they never had that many in the right, Del Rio system. Right. And I think the other thing too is when you look at like. Benjamin St. Juice. Yeah. There was a tough day for him. It was. Like Drake it was. London, he had Kyle Pitts a couple yeah. times, um, Drake London a few times. Right. But the one thing that I think where he's really grown, I think what he really understands is that you've got to fight the next right. play. Yeah. And I think that last one where he reads it and he's like, he knows the ball's coming out fast and he makes the play. I mean, yeah. that to me, that shows a sign of growth in him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that for a lot of guys too, I mean, just that resilience that you need to stay alive in this league. I mean, I think we see it with Sam Howell every week. I mean, he's getting pummeled every week. A lot of it is on him at this point. He's really got to fix that. Um, but that's the thing is we're six games in now. Can he, that's, yeah, he's got a long way to go, but I know like others have pointed this out too. This was an issue with him in college. Right. So I just wonder like, now he has to get better. I think he can get better with it, but yeah. that's, it, it hasn't, there's sometimes we see snap like glimpses in the first half. I thought he did a really nice job with that. You know, yeah. his the timing looked better and all that. Yeah. But I, I feel like, especially with young quarterbacks, there's, there's typically one facet of their game that they got to really, right. really work on. I mean, when Taylor, even when Taylor Heineke was here, he's not a young guy, but young in terms of playing experience, you know, it was trying to make the big play or, or, you know, throwing his body around where he shouldn't and finding that balance of, you know, what is a smart play versus the one that, you know, you really want to make. Well, you know? And I think in the future too, if you know that Sam Howell has trouble with that, yeah. you got to build a better front right. for him. Right. And then, and then and say, okay, if he's not going to get better here, then what can you do to offset where you right. need that little bit extra hiccup on the right. time to give him that time? I mean, yeah. Cause defenses are getting to him with, I don't want to say very little effort, but I mean, he's getting blitzed, you know, among the least among quarterbacks and getting hit the most. <laughs> That's not the ratio you want. Um, so, yeah, they 
I, I but again, I like a lot of these are on him, but yeah, they need better protection from that. I, I, I'll say this every week until they do, but I'm still amazed that more NFL teams don't invest more in their offensive line. It matters. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. In the first half, I thought he was very decisive. And that's where I thought he really stood out. And he had to throw to Samuel for the touchdown. He had a couple, he had actually the throw to Samuel on the first drive on the third down. Just to really, you know, get back, hit your plant step, hitch, throw, bullet into zone coverage. I didn't like when the Falcons played zone. I think they're better in man against his team, but they they don't listen to me. So I think they took advantage of that. But yeah, you know what I mean? So he was yeah. decisive in the first half. That I agree. I agree. When, and I still think there's a ton of potential there. And it's not like he had a bad game. No, I, he I mean, he, you know, he had a very respectable game. The hits are a concern. Right. He That's all it is. Looks. Yeah. I mean, he missed some looks, but A, what quarterback hasn't, and B, he's young still. Um you know, I also like the enemy's game plan. He altered his game opening script, did not go to a run out of shotgun for the first time this season. Amazing. Um, they got Terry more involved. I don't think he's ever had a first quarter with six targets ever. Um, they still got to find a way to get all their guys involved, though. I mean, Jahan only had one target, slipped through his fingers. Logan he needs one more. target. Yeah, Jahan needs more. It's got to catch him, but yeah, he needs more. And I I think like, you know, it's funny because I felt like going in here, the, the matchup against Alford was going to be a good one for them. Yeah. And that's where Samuel scored. And just like, I felt like, you know, just watching if you can do a hard plant stem go, that's where you get him. That's what he did. Right. So they did listen to me there, Nikki. And that's wow. why I'm very that's proud great. of that. Do so I do, nice. I do. So, you know, um, I did, I did have the Falcons only scoring 16 because I knew they'd go for two wow. and miss. Wow. So I am, yeah. well, I didn't No, I didn't know that. I knew I had yeah, 16. ESPN, too. Like you can sense these. I mean, I would do it for ESPN. So anyway, let's get back to the, the serious stuff. But the other thing you speaking of the enemy and I agree, like getting Terry involved early is yeah. key because nobody gets this team going more. It's like a running back when you get going, like there's an energy that they feed off when McLaurin has some big plays early. But the other thing I like, there are two plays in particular that I really liked from the enemy, the fourth and one where you do, you fake hand off with the middle, but you have the tight end emotion and he pulls around the end and how gets it just a really good play call. I think it was the same drive, the 18 yard pass to McLaurin really well set up. And he comes from the right side, sneaks across formation, but you had a cover three. You have two guys going down the seam, 
Occupy the Corner, Boone to McLaurin, just a really nice design. I felt like there was a good rhythm. I think we got a good glimpse of that offense in the first half of where it can get to. Right. No, I I, I totally agree. I mean, you got to get I, – I think they're always going to have trouble getting all their playmakers the ball. They are deep in skill yeah. players. That's the reality of it, which is a good problem to have. Um, but I do like the way that, you know, when things aren't working, they do change things up. I will give them credit there. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I do think this offense has – a lot of potential is it perfect it's nowhere near finished in my mind it's you know but they have something to work off of and i think sam howell is a big reason for that you can't go very far without a quarterback no and i think he and i think one of the reasons why they feel like they could sustain maybe if they get if they because i I'm, we can't sit here and say they turn around it's one win on the road right. and just like the eagles game even though they lost you can't say that well the the moral victory stuff yeah. well does it doesn't ma- Right. And I don't either. I think to me, it's like you build on playing well. Right. You don't build on more of it. You build on playing right. well. And I don't know, like they have to go out and prove that they can go beat the Giants right. and then you get the Eagles again at home. That's when you'll right. start to really. Yeah. And, and the thing with Terry, I mean, at the most basic level, he is your leading receiver. He is your best receiver. And man, if you're not going to get the ball to Jahan, I think Jahan is exceptional, man, just because his route running. But you know, you're, you just paid the man 70 million something dollars. Like you should get him the ball. <laughs> you should make good on your investment. Um, so I, I just kind of always go back to that, you know, very basic fact with Terry, like and, you should get him the ball. More. And he also, because like, again, he just, there's a different energy that flows with the offense when he's making yeah. plays because of, I think his passion. Yeah. And they also know like, you know, like Terry will say, yeah, guys come up to me and say, you need to get the ball more early, but he doesn't like to go to the coaches and say things because he doesn't want to be that guy um, who does that because he said there was one time in the past, it didn't work out well for him. And, but players know that things go better when he gets the ball. They know that. I mean, when Terry gets a slant, it's lit. Let me just say it's lit. When Terry gets a slant and you know, he's fired up, it's on. Yes. That's what I mean. And it's, it's almost like, you know, it has the equivalent of a running back to just trucking guys. Speaking of which, it's a, a good segue. segue. Yeah. A segue. And that was, as you know, like you called it in the press box. It was a yeah. grown man run on that end of that screen. <laughs> Nikki hates that. <laughs> term. I hate it. But I mean, my goodness, what a run by Ryan Robinson. He literally ran over Richie Grant there. I don't think, I mean, that was like, you don't yeah. see that too often. Yeah, no. I mean, you kind of do with with Brian Robinson. Not like that. Like, that was a trucking. That was a get the license plate. Yeah. And and Brian knew it. I mean, he was – that's the most fired up I've seen him after a touchdown or a run period, which is good to see. I mean, he's – I think his sort of journey and learning this new scheme has been really interesting to me because there – I felt like there was a lot of frustration at first just as he was trying to adjust to it. but he, you're really starting to see flashes of what he can be just as a, as a pure rusher and pass catcher, um, but also how he can really help this team. And, and he can kind of see the gears spinning, you know, and it, it's fun to watch because he's a good player. The other one I forgot to mention, we're speaking of guys who contributed, Chris Rodriguez had a couple of nice runs. And I I enjoy watching him run because he you talk about a guy who lowers his shoulder and booms. So I think he's going to be something – I don't know what, but I think he can help them as oh, they go forward. No, he's a powerful little back. I mean, I like what little, huh? Little, <laughs> you know, he's, he's compact. They're all big. Well, he's, he's compact. compact. I mean, 
you know. I mean, like, I don't look at him as like, you know. He's not Jared Patterson little, but like, he's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Now you got me in that. Um, I, I mean, I like the, I like how those three backs complement each other too, you know. Um, I thought Gibson's run was good. Fun fact, it was also sort of a homecoming for Gibson and That's right. Rodriguez. That's right. That's right. They're both here. Yeah. And Montez, Atlanta. But yeah, no, I, I, I like how they're getting their backs involved. I would like to see the run game more often. It was more balanced today. Would they have like 22, 23, just some run pass? Um, much more balanced. Yeah. Chris Russell will love that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I like what they showed today. Still plenty of work to do. Well, that's what I'm going to say. So let, wrapping it up here, like where do they go? Because what is it, you know, again, I don't want to make too much of one win. It's a win, but in this league, a win can be tough. I mean, I, I go back to like, look at the Niners in Cleveland. They had a team. They lost today. And like, I know their injuries, but they're still like every week. There's this weird game. So you don't know. So you've got to stack W's. And I would also say like the Falcons are like, I think they're a quarterback away from being a really good team. And their defense, right, right. Defense is their defense is pretty good. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's not, you know, but you get short field, you capitalize. So, but anyways, so what do you need to see going forward from this point? Just consistency, you know, cleaning up more of those mistakes that, you know, the coaching staff has been preaching, you know, some of it is basic stuff, like not missing tackles that turn into like, you know, big gains, um, you know, how avoiding some of these hits, you know, but the protection has been okay up run, but you know, consistency. That's, I think that's still the biggest thing, you know, when you have a decent game like this, build on it. I mean, next week is the giants are, you know, not in great shape, but it's a road game against a divisional opponent. That's where they have trouble. Yes. You know, Daniel Jones always turns into like this elite mobile guy (laughs) against them. So yeah, I, I, Every every week for this team is going to be a big week just because of their consistency. Can they stack them in a row? And I think then, you know, and I know then it's like you have to stack in a row. If you want to get you want to keep getting these fans coming back and just believing in what the direction of this program that you need to you need to stack up a couple. But again, like, you know, if the whole mantra was do your job and, and, you know, but it's, I think it can be a silly thing to put all these things. We, you know, like that's, they're adults. They don't, but if you harp on it, I think it's it if it's the emphasis of your whole week to remind people like, you know, then it becomes a different deal rather than putting it on the locker room door or anything like that. But, you know, doing your job means that yeah, yeah. And I yeah, I noticed like you and Sam, like you were last week you were taking all his quotes and now so wow. Sam 48 partner. Um, anyways, so but but I do think like there's something to, you know, now you have to okay, you did this one week. Now, what do you do yeah, next? Isn't enough. No, it's not. It's and enough. so that's, so that's where we can wrap up because it isn't, it isn't enough. And, but it's a W three game losing streak is done and they can build on it and they need it. They absolutely needed to have that because if not, you know, you don't want to think about what could have, yeah. what could have, it could have been really ugly. You had Mitchell rails here, Mark Ein here, they're touring. Magic was here. Magic, was here. Yeah. Magic Magic's Twitter fingers were here. Magic was tweeting from here or Xing from here. Right. Right. And yeah. so you don't want you don't want to get on Magic's you know bad side with that. But they're also touring the stadium, looking at the stuff. So like they're going to a few and like this is a nice stadium. And it was good to see Taylor Heineke. I got a chance to briefly yeah. talk to him. So 
Jordans. I did. did you write that story about the Jordans? Don't you like Jordans? Tell us again. I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I told him he should get. I told him if he had gone in there and won, he'd have to get him for his puppy. So, well, listen, the lights are going out on us. That means it's a wrap. Thanks for joining us. Um, thanks to Nikki for joining me. And you can see it's just gone dark here. Um, again, Tuesday morning film review, Tuesday night, 730 Eastern time live stream. Thank you. And I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>